Hello and welcome back to another episode of Off Hours. I really wanted to upload this episode last week, but unfortunately I stumbled upon a couple of mistakes last time in terms of file corruption, and I think it's actually very fitting for today's episode and for today's topic in terms of improvement and sharpening your skills and learning from mistakes because I cannot wait, honestly, to look back on most of these episodes and just think, damn, I made a lot of mistakes and hopefully I will not continue to make these mistakes and learn from them. And I think that is a very fitting topic for today, which is all about cosplay. I said it before and I will still say it in the podcast as well, it is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I love the conversation around cosplay, I love debates and discussions all around cosplay, and I've had a lot of people asking me a lot of different questions all around cosplay regarding cosplay in terms of how to get started into the whole scene. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be touching upon a bunch of different important concepts and very, very big or very, very focused focal points, as well as concepts all around cosplay. So buckle up and get ready. And if you have any questions at any point regarding this podcast, please feel free to DM me on Instagram. I do check my DMs quite frequently. If you have any themes or topics that you would like for me to discuss, I'd be very happy to hear about your feedback. So, just like last episode, I am going into this without a script because I figured out that I really don't like working with a script. Normally, when I do a lot of other things where I have to work with a script, obviously, I'm sticking to one. However, I really, really enjoy these podcasts where I can just talk freely and have you guys listen to me. Of course, I'm cutting out stuff that just is not fitting or where I obviously am not speaking correctly. However, I just prefer speaking free speech and not with a script so we're just gonna go off with however we feel like it i'm gonna try to keep in track or i will be trying my hardest to stay on track with the topic so that we're not all over the place i did try to record this last week and i felt like hmm, i wasn't really feeling myself during that episode and i'm really kind of glad that that last recording kind of broke and um I'll let you guys in on that a little later throughout this episode and I'll let you guys know why. I'm really happy about that. So, finally, cosplay. If you are a very frequent visitor on my pages or with my content, you are aware of what cosplay is or what cosplayers are. However, if you are very new to this topic or you just stumbled upon my podcast off hours randomly on some random podcast website, um, I'll let you in on the point-on-point definition of what cosplay is. If you're completely unaware of what it is, I'll give you the definition, which is basically the practice of dressing up as a character from fiction or non-fiction. And this has been a practice hobby over the last few decades. If you guys are actually aware of how long cosplay has been a thing, for so many people, you would not you would realize that cosplay has been a hobby for quite some time and it has only gotten more popular in the recent years. And if you know me, you know that I am a huge fan of history, which is why I will be giving you a historical background on the term cosplay, which has been coined by Nobuyuki Takahashi uh, of Studio Heart, who may have coined the word after attending the 1984 World Science Fiction Convention Worldcon in Los Angeles, California. So if you take that as a legitimate source of how cosplay started, you would say that cosplay has been around for at least four-ish decades, which is not that long if you think about it. However, in the last couple of years, cosplay has picked up a lot 
in terms of hobby or just being a hobby for many many people and that is i believe personally because of accessibility i think in the most recent years assessing or being able to access cosplay has been so much easier or has been made easier through a lot of different online shops and online exposure as well as content consumption if you know i am waiting for the day i can finally make a like an episode on digital age and how digital age has affected so many different factories and companies and brands and media consumption as well as shopping consumption i am waiting for that but that's a whole different topic for another day however it plays very heavily into today's topic which is why accessibility for cosplay has kind of boomed in the last couple of years because of all these online shops and if you are an older cosplayer from the earlier scenes you are gonna be agreeing with me if i say cosplay has been quite different in the previous years in the earlier decades like for example in 2011 12 or even earlier that's something that does not apply to me because i personally started in the year of 2013 14 and i will get into that in a bit however because the accessibility has become more of an easier thing. It is honestly beautiful to see so many new people access and be able to participate in this hobby. So if you remember the start of this episode, I said I'm very happy about the mistakes I keep making in off hours and I want to learn from these little flaws and mistakes that I leave in my little recordings because you only get better through mistakes and through the things that you fail with only to see that you have me messed up with something and you'll learn from that mistake. Which is why I will be telling you all about my journey as a cosplayer and how I have gotten to the point where I am today, where I can take on opportunities as a professionalized cosplayer. I'm not very fond of the term professional yet because I don't see myself to be there just yet. So I would prefer to call myself professionalized if that is even a term to use and if no one has ever said that, I would like to coin it. However, I'm pretty sure someone has said it somewhere out there. Either way, um, I would like to take you on that journey how I started off within the cosplay field. So for me, the journey of cosplay started in 2013-14 when Attack on Titan's first season was flourishing and it had just been released all over social media and I had still been in school. I think at the time I was 14 years old and I really, really loved the scout's uniform. I thought the belts, the straps, the jackets, the feather emblem, it looked so pretty for me. So I was like, I kind of want to wear this to something. So like I said earlier, accessibility has become a huge thing nowadays, which is great for a lot of people that want to uh, either try out new hobbies and new things. So if I want to grab uh, an, an electric guitar, so let's say today I want to buy an electric guitar, I don't need to go to the store to get one. I can get one online immediately, super fast. And I'm saying that definitely not because I'm getting one very soon because that's a whole different case. However, um, today's assess accessibility, today's accessibility is just so much easier than back 10 years ago. So for me, when I was 14, I did not have my own bank. I did not have my own bank account, let's say. not. I didn't have my own money because I was just 14. I was in school and I really wanted that Scouts uniform. And my parents did not really want to get me that so I asked my auntie at the time and she ordered me the cosplay off Amazon which today I would highly advise against however back then I had been a newbie I wasn't even a newbie I had never cosplayed properly quote-unquote before and that was my first cosplay and I got it from my auntie at the time 
So now you think, Mika, you got the cosplay, but you said you want to wear it somewhere. Where are you going to wear it? Well, I was one thought ahead of you because at the time, my class were going to go to this very, very popular and famous book fair, which is called the Leipziger Buchmesse, which is being held every year in Leipzig. And that was my first time ever attending back in 2014, I think. And I remembered my teacher gathering everybody together and she was like we're gonna go there but there's also going to be this part where they're going to be having a lot of stalls and shops for comic and for manga and i was like so it's like a convention and that's why i prepared the scouts uniform ahead just to be able to wear it at my first ever convention which was the lbm back then I will be trying to find a couple of pictures of that first ever cosplay. Please minding you, I never wore a wig back then. I had my own hair, so I was basically like my own character, but I was part of the scouts like group. And um, I remember getting ready in the morning and it took me around I think an hour to put all the straps on the correct way. I remember getting up in the morning at like four or five because the bus was going to take us at like six or seven to the con and I remember getting ready in the morning at like five and I had memorized how to equip all of the straps and the belts through a YouTube tutorial. There was this really old YouTube tutorial back then that I had memorized by heart and I used to look that video up every single day before the con until the day of the con so that I would memorize how to put that on and I remember getting up early in the morning getting ready and that was the first con experience and i think that has never changed to this day getting up early in the morning at like six getting into makeup or into the fit or into everything that you have to equip hours before the actual con and i'm really happy that i had that experience with the first time ever cosplaying it was a beautiful experience. I had never felt so, so excited and I've never felt so happy in my whole life to see other cosplayers in person because I remember looking up panels back then on YouTube, like different character and anime panels where people would like find different cosplayers for the panel and they would sit down and people would ask them questions. I don't really see that in German conventions anymore. If you still have panels where people pretend or roleplay the character that they are at a panel sitting where other people can ask them questions, I don't really see that much happening anymore. I think that is becoming more of an old culture, like cosplay culture thing now. And if I'm wrong, please correct me because I want to see those panels again. I want to see people pretending to be the characters again because I had only ever seen it on YouTube before. And during the time when I started cosplaying, I felt like it was slowly starting to die out. So a year later, I don't have the time or energy to be cosplaying because I'm still in school and I don't have the financial stability to be cosplaying all the time. I remember putting my money together to afford a second cosplay, which was Dazai from Bunga Stray Dogs. However, I realized that cosplay is quite a quite an expensive hobby and whether you make your cosplay or you buy it, both options are pretty taxing and we're going to get into that quite in a bit. So I would not consider myself to be one of the old school cosplayers because I still think personally I started off pretty late. However, I did consume a lot of cosplay content from older creators. I remember there used to be a lot of YouTubers with a lot of tutorials of how to, I don't know, like make or how to achieve a certain character's design or makeup or outfit. 
However, the option to closet cosplay used to be more prominent or more common back then than it is today. And I always have people asking me, well, how do you start off with cosplay? Where do you start? I really want to get into cosplay. I just don't know where to begin. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a feedback right here and now. So I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Your first cosplay will not be the prettiest and that's okay because I'm going to really try to find my older cosplay photos just to show you an example of how first cosplays can look like. It doesn't mean they are going to look like that because again, the accessibility today is so much better for you to have better references, better ideas, better, better visual images of other people to um rather look into and also try to reference and back then it was a little harder to be on your own foot and try to make your cosplay look as pretty as you would like i remember i used to have longer hair back then and i would have this huge ass alien head because i just didn't know how to hide my hair in the wig i would have this huge as bum at the back of my head because girly did not know how to hide her hair in the wig cap and there's so many different ways on how to hide your hair if you have long hair and you need to like braid it and put it together so that it doesn't stick out or you have this huge ass big head at the top that's like double the size of your own head and you look like a little alien i walked around like a little alien as a desert cosplayer back then 2015 16 and that's okay because I learn from it and you are meant to make mistakes, you are prone to make mistakes, you are you are just human and you are just trying out a different hobby and of course it's okay to make these mistakes. And I look really funny back then and that's okay. From those earlier days, I learned a lot. I learned how to do makeup that's fitting for my face. I learned how to style the wig that looks better and not all shiny and flat. You, you get to learn so many things just through one hobby. I think a lot of people often forget that cosplay is not just one hobby because cosplay revolves around hairdressing or like being able to cut wigs, being able to do your makeup, being able to to even make your own cosplays if you're really interested in that, posing, acting out like plots and videos for TikToks or reels or whatever you want to do, or even like panels if you still do those, or even uh, like photography, editing, taking own photos, learning how cameras work. All of these things are skills that you'll learn alongside of just cosplaying. I'm not saying you have to learn all of these, but with time, the more you embrace yourself, the more you dive into this world of cosplay, you will start picking up all of these different interests, such as like, how could I do my makeup to fit this character better? How could I improve my wig styling? How could I even attempt to make my own cosplay? Or maybe I should get into cameras and see if I want to take my own photos, if I have a vision that other people cannot create for me, or even I want to work with photographers. I want to see how they do their work and I want to to be modeling for them. That's all part of the experience and I think that's the beauty of cosplay. And all of these skills that you'll learn alongside of just cosplaying do not just appear from thin air. They don't appear from one day to the other. You'll learn them with time, which is also okay and you need to give time for yourself to improve or embrace fully or embark into the world of cosplay. So let's get back to the question, how do you start cosplaying? I would give you the same example as what I have done when I was 14, 13, 15. Start with a character that you really like. 
This could be any character from an anime, from a game, from a show, fiction or non-fiction, doesn't really matter. At one point, you just need to pick a character for you that you enjoy, either from design or from character personality or simply because you think they look cool. Whatever the reason is, you just need to pick one character that you really like. Now you'd say, well, Mika, I have so many favorites. My heart is so big. I don't know who to pick. Well then, let me give you the second option. What design would you feel most comfortable in? The most you would feel confident in? Because let's go back to the topic of Genshin Impact. So if you know my content and if you know my cosplays, most of the cosplay uh, characters that I do are from games. I'm more of a game cosplayer instead of an anime cosplayer, um, which I would have never imagined, by the way. When I was younger, I would have imagined to be more of an anime cosplayer, but turns out I'm not. I actually prefer to cosplay from games instead, like from Honkai Star Rail, Valorant, Genshin Impact. Um, which other game did I... Oh yeah, no, I also like uh, Wingslut, but either way, I I'm digressing again, I'm sorry. What I meant to say is, um, let's say, let's say we're, we're looking at the aspect of Genshin Impact because most of my audience do, do, you know, you guys do enjoy Genshin Impact. Now, if you look at the character designs, most of them are quite revealing and some of these designs you might not feel comfortable in or for your own safety. We're going to get into the whole concept and topic of safety for cosplay in a bit. However, if you say, well, Mika, I love all of these characters. I think they're all pretty and I don't know who to go for. Go with comfort. Comfort over aesthetics. If you see a character and you're like, oh, well, well, this character is pretty, would I feel comfortable in this cosplay? Does this cosplay have a lot of gear? Does it have a lot of armor? Does it have a lot of accessories that might overwhelm me because of sensory overload? <clears throat> Dottore. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> um, and um, all of these important aspects of comfort need to be reconsidered when choosing a cosplay. So pick out a character, look at them, and try to imagine yourself in that outfit. After good consideration whether or not you feel confident and comfortable in that fit, it would be time to pick the next option, which would be, do I want to make this outfit or do I want to buy this outfit? Now, both options are valid, and both options are completely understandable. Whatever you choose, it is completely okay. Now, if you remember what I said earlier in this episode where I said I bought my first cosplay from Amazon and I highly regret it and I do advice against it, it's mostly because of many different aspects of why we shouldn't buy from Amazon, but there is one main aspect why I would advise against Amazon purchases specifically for cosplay, not for other things, but specifically for cosplay. And I would like to give you an example of what I've seen earlier sometime on TikTok where this lovely person was showing off their cosplay and a couple of people in the chat were asking, well, where did you buy it? And she was like, oh, I got it from Amazon for 280 and I was just heartbroken. I was so sad because I am a little bit of an obsessed fabric freak and I'll tell you why. <laughs> So before I go into the topic of why I'm fabric obsessed, I'll let you into how this happened. So when I got back into the cosplay scene around 2019 and 2020, I really wanted to buy my first Genshin Impact cosplay in 2020. And I decided to go with the most comfortable character, which would be coaching for me because she has a pretty dress and she has tights, so I would feel comfortable in them. And I still say to this day that coaching is a great starter off as a Genshin Impact character to cosplay because her outfit is very, very comfortable to this day. So what I would do is I would pull up a bunch of different websites where you can purchase cosplays. All of the ones that you know about. 
I will pull them up and I will search Kuching Genshin Impact on each one of them and I would go into further deep detail on the fabric, the details, the necklace, the embroidery. I will look into every single detail of the cosplay to see whether or not the fabric is good or whether or not I like the fabric or how high quality it was for the price that I am buying it for. So I would more or less compare the prices and the price ranges because it is really important for you to do this in order to get the most out of your budget and i think this cannot be done on amazon where you mostly have these cookie cutter outfits or, or these cookie cutter cosplays um that you can find on amazon only or on aliexpress and i'll get into the whole point of aliexpress in a bit because aliexpress is also a very very great platform because aliexpress is a distributor of many different brands so you can find items from other shops that you don't know about on aliexpress in order to find them easier because they might be overseas so aliexpress is a great middleman in order to find good cosplays for the price range that you really want so now you might be saying, Mika, that is so much time and energy just for a cosplay. And I'm giving you this example only in order to hold you back from wasting your money. At the end of the day, you are the one to choose how you want to spend your money. I'm only giving you the option of what I do when I purchase a cosplay. And oftentimes people ask me where I get my cosplays from or how I find them. And that's basically what I do. I don't have a favorite brand or a favorite a manufacturer or a favorite shop, I always compare every single cosplay I buy in order to find the one that I am the most happy with for my own budget. And that's the best way to go about it, honestly. I don't think there's one brand that is perfect for everything because each brand has a different manufacturer and most of these brands have different, you know, qualities that they focus on and that depends on what you prefer for your cosplay. So I would say if I prefer company A over company B, that's a very personal I would say opinion and you might prefer company B over company A because you prefer let's say I don't know the embroidery or the fabric or whatever maybe the price range of the uh, given company but going back to oh my god Mika that is so much time and energy just for a cosplay I want you to think about that sentence once more and realize that you should not rush yourself with a hobby. Whether this is cosplay or any other hobby, I'm currently trying to branch out my personal interests and I'm going to be picking up the electric guitar very soon and I'm taking my sweet time in order to choose which guitar I want to go for, what options are available for me and what electric guitar would be most suitable for the music that I want to learn. And rushing yourself with these hobbies can be draining and they might even exhaust you to the point where you don't really want to do this anymore so that's what i'm saying don't rush yourself in terms of choosing a cosplay don't rush yourself in doing something fast because at the end of the day the experience of choosing and picking and preparing should be part of the enjoyment and just the idea of putting it together in your visual mindset is something that is personally a lot of fun for me so don't rush yourself in terms of choosing a cosplay don't rush yourself in terms of you know frantically fixing or uh preparing a wig take your sweet time with it because the experience the time that you spend on it should be well enjoyed now, I cannot speak much on the aspect of making my own cosplay because I am a very, very, very new beginner in that field and I don't think I have the 
um, require needs or the requirements in itself to be able to speak upon that. So I would say I cannot really speak on making your own cosplay yet and I really hope I can change that in, in the future years. However, let's say, well, Mika, I... Um, just like you back 10 years ago or yeah basically 10 years ago I am broke I go to school I don't have a job and my parents don't want to fund my hobby and that's okay and um, it's still fine for you to say well I, I can't afford this because I'm just I'm just not in the financial position for for this to happen yet and that's okay and for that option there's clearly different ways in order to still be able to participate in something that you really want now, looking into the options of closet cosplays, or for example, starting off with characters that look a little bit like you, or even look a lot like you. For example, let's say you have blonde, black, or brown hair, or ginger hair. There are so many characters that have these natural hair colors, and I've also seen a lot of people use their own hair for their first cosplays. And if you remember my story, even my first cosplay did not have a wig. I was basically myself as one of the scouts. And that's also possible. You could always just like start off with a character that looks a little bit like you and um let's say you have a wig or you were able to afford a wig or a friend of yours gave you a wig whatever reason you have let's say you you were able to get a wig from someone and you could start off with that by trying out closet cosplays or casual fits for the characters now I've seen this a lot with um, Scaramouche. I've seen so many cosplayers cosplay Scaramouche where they would only wear his wig or they would even have similar hair to him. And oftentimes they would just like give him a casual fit or something that is like inspired from an artwork or a drawing. And of course, like with credits and such. And I've seen so many people recreate these like drawings themselves. And that's also another way to like, you know, embark and enjoy the hobby step by step a little bit um, in the in the meantime. And of course, at the end of the day, whether you're doing a closet cosplay or a cost test where you're just testing out the cosplay or you're going full on with the full fit, at the end of the day, what matters is your comfort and your happiness and the fact that you're enjoying this hobby. And I feel like um, the industry or the community has changed quite a lot over the last couple of years where people have these very specific beauty standards and very specific requirements in order to be quote-unquote successful and I think that's just such a weird way to put it because a lot of people start this as a hobby and if you end up being successful in what you do it doesn't happen because you were thriving to become popular to be to be a, a I don't know semi-celebrity or to be this cosplay model that you aspire to be I think it comes with the passion that you have for what you do and you cannot fake this passion, you cannot fake the enjoyment that you have for for enjoying or starting out this journey because cosplaying professionally does not happen overnight. It happens with time, it happens with, with experience and how you change and how you how you improve within your own craft. And that's, I think, the beauty of it. And I feel like more and more people are trying so hard to start us off in terms of getting successful, getting popular, getting big, when in fact, the main aspect of it should be enjoying what you want to do. Because to me personally, um, I had always felt like cosplay for me was a form of escapism. I love the idea to be out of my own skin and be someone else or something else. Um, I did say at the start of this episode that I started cosplaying when I was 14, 13-ish. And I would kind of say that's wrong. And I think I lied to you guys without realizing it. Because 
if I think back to like my very young self, I always loved dressing up. Um, I would say my first actual cosplay was Snow White because I have very old photos of myself being Snow White and I have very old photos of myself asking my dad to get me like this, um, what was it called? Like the Swan Barbie movie, if you guys remember that one, the dress of her. I had that dress and I had the, I'm just like you, you're just like me. I keep forgetting those names. I'm very sorry. Um, but the, the, pink dress of that Barbie and those were my actual first cosplays I would say because I loved dressing up as a kid and I think a lot of kids love dressing up and I think if it sticks with you it really sticks with you and I love that and back then I clearly did not do it because I wanted to be successful it was a hobby and I loved I loved, loved, loved dressing up. I loved being someone else and it was always so fun. And I would always expect two specific events of each year, which would be one would be Fushing, which would be around February every year, which is like a costume event thing festivities and the other one would be halloween because those two days are the two acceptable socially acceptable days where you can walk in a costume and not get stared at. And I think getting stared at is such a common topic, I feel like, for, or like, let's say, a very common experience for a lot of cosplayers. And I don't know how other people deal with it. I just learned to ignore it by the fact that I might be a little too blind to really realize that somebody's staring at me. But I think everybody has their own ways of dealing with it, especially at cons as well. And in terms of cons in general, I feel like now comes the point of safety in terms of cosplay. And I would say, as I said earlier, your comfort is the most important part of any hobby. If something is overwhelming you too much or if something makes you feel unsafe, it is most important to just let it go and drop it immediately because your safety and your comfort should be your highest priority. And on that note, I'd like to say the cosmic community is beautiful. You can make so many beautiful friends. I made some of the most beautiful friends in my whole life. I met beautiful people that I was able to work with and I had the opportunity to like get to know better. I'm I made so many so many good good-hearted friends and I met so many like crazy skilled people. But at the same time, this community is very big and you might end up meeting someone that could potentially hurt you mentally or physically and I would never never wish that upon anybody so be careful who you associate yourself with just because someone has the same hobby as you does not mean that they're a great person and that doesn't mean that you should be okay with whatever they do or say to you and um, whether this is your about your appearance about you're the characters that you cosplay or more or less just being a bad friend or person to you the community is very big and it's very important to take shelter and safety uh, and prioritize your own safety above anything else whether this is online or at conventions because conventions can be quite quite uh challenging uh, let's say it can be quite challenging and that's why i would always say even if your friends are not cosplaying whether you have a friend there that's going with you always go with someone that you know or maybe if you know someone really well like choose your friends wisely choose your friends correctly so if you have friends that you can go to conventions with together always try to initiate a meetup together always try to make this more of a group thing together so that you're never alone and um, if you ever do see somebody alone at a convention that is feeling unsafe try to be that person that is there for them because i feel like there are so many cases where people end up being in unsafe places 
is and it's sometimes oftentimes not even their fault so safety above anything and comfort above anything and that's how i would like to wrap up this episode for today and i hope i'll see you in the next one have a good one guys